What's up, everybody? My name is Lamar Kendrick. Welcome to Street Preacher, Christian Self-Help Podcast. Check me out on LamarKendrick.com. Enjoy the ride. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's your boy, Lamar, coming to you with the second part of the The Lord is My Shepherd podcast. And um, I want to go to verse two. But before I go to verse two, I just want to talk about how important it is to understand that God is our shepherd. I believe that everything comes through understanding. I believe if we don't understand, then we really can't do anything. I mean... Life is all built around understanding, gaining some form of knowledge in whatever area you gain that knowledge in, and then understanding how to use that knowledge to be beneficial to everybody involved. So understanding of God being our shepherd, if we don't understand it, if we don't get that understanding that he is our shepherd and he does everything for us that a shepherd does for their flock. Then we're going to miss out. And what we miss out on is his protection. And whatever that means to us at that time in our life. And we're going to miss out on his providence. And whatever that means to us at that time in our lives. Like I said in many times before, I don't know what it means for you at this time, but in some areas of some area of your life, you need God providence. Now it may not like I it may not be like I need his providence in my area, but it's equally the same that it's something that we need from God. And somewhere in your life you need God protection. Now it may not be the same protection I need, but it is God's protection. And if we don't understand completely what it means for him to be our shepherd then we're not going to be able to allow him to provide for us. We're going to miss a great deal of, of his providence. And we're going to miss a great deal of his protection. And if we miss a great deal of his providence, then we might starve to death in one way or another. And if we miss a great deal of his protection, then we might lose our life in one way or another because of that. So, you know, it's really important to understand when he says, the Lord is my shepherd, what he's saying. He's saying that God is ahead of me and God is around me and God is in back of me. God covers me in every way for that I may constantly be protected and constantly provided for. So, like I said, I want to go to Psalm chapter 23, and I want to read the second verse. And like I was telling you before, I don't know if I'm going to continue to read or I'm just going to stop there. Once I get there, then I know. But before I get started, I want to say a word of prayer. Um, Thank you, Father, for just being our shepherd. And that we truly understand what that represents for you to be our shepherd. That we truly understand the job of a shepherd. The job of that shepherd with that flock. 
that we truly gain that understanding and do what it takes to be protected by you and do what it takes to be provided for by you. So I thank you for this, Father, in the name of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ. Amen. Now I want everybody to go to Psalm chapter 23, and we're going to go to verse 2. And the first thing I read is, he maketh me. <coughs> Excuse me. And I think that word make get a bad representation sometimes, because when people think of somebody make you do something, we look at it in the way that they're preventing me from enjoying my life. They're preventing me from having fun. They're preventing me from doing what I want to do. So they're going to make me do this. And in some cases, that could be the case. I'm not saying that's not the case in some cases. But when somebody loves you and when somebody cares for you, when they make you do something, what they make you do is something that's going to be beneficial to you, that's going to help you, whether you know that or not at that time, it is going to be beneficial to you. It's it's like when your mom or your dad make you clean your room up when you're a kid. Now, I know a lot of times we don't want to clean our room up. We're like, why can't my room just stay dirty? But they understand that if, if you allow your room to stay dirty, that that's going to affect your entire mind. You're going to live your life like that. You're not going to learn how to, you know, keep things in order and keep things structured and, and see the importance of that value. So if I can help you by making you clean your room and making you structure your room to where it's it's pleasant to you, and once it's pleasant to you, it'd be pleasant to everybody else. If I can't get you to see that, then I can't help you grow in your life. So sometimes when we are made to do things, it's to help us be better and we can't allow ourselves to look at it as if something that is being taken from us. How can you clean up your room, take something from you, but it can add something to you. It can make you feel more comfortable in your room. It can allow you to find things faster in your room. It can allow you to um, add more stuff to your room if it's structured and detailed. So I really want us to look at that word make and, and not look at it in the sense of, it's a mean word. It's a cruel word. And it's a word that prevents us from enjoying our lives because it's not. It, it's a word that can allow us to enjoy our lives if we look at it from the right perspective. Um, we are made to go to school. And school also is a good thing. But I know sometimes we don't see school as being a good thing because I could be playing my video games or I could be hanging out with my friends or whatever you might Think that you could do at that time, but school allows you the opportunity to learn, and it allows you the opportunity to grow, and it allows you the opportunity to to gain knowledge to where when you get older, you can use that knowledge to achieve certain goals, to go certain places, to do certain things, and to have certain things that you may want in your life by having that education. So that's another thing where people might feel like they making me do this, but at the same time, it's something that's going to be beneficial to you. Um, sometimes people may make you be kind to somebody. And people are like, well, I don't want to be kind. I want to just do what I want to do. And once again, 
it's not a bad thing to make you be kind to somebody because you want people to be kind to you. So if you don't know how to be kind to them, then it's going to be hard for them to be kind to you. So by teaching you or making you learn how to show respect to other people, it's going to also be beneficial to you as well as everybody else. So I'm saying that because I really want us to understand that this word making is not a bad thing. If true love is behind it and all a person wants for you is your best. And who I'm talking about right now is God and what God wants for us, which is the best. But in order for us to get the best, he has to make us do certain things in order to get there. So in verse chapter two, it says, he making me lie down in green pastures. He leaded me beside the still water. So let's look at what he making me do or making you do or making David do or making any one of his children do. He making us to lie down in green pasture. So now when I think about green pasture, I think about something that's just abundant. I think about something that's beautiful. I think about something that's uh, a provider. It's something that we need when a shepherd leads his flock to the green pasture, then they can, they can eat from that. And, and as they eat, they can keep their strength. And as they keep their strength, they can continue to move forward. But if there's no green pastures, then they have nothing to eat. So when God is leading us to these green pastures, he, he's providing for us. He, he's giving us opportunity to gleam and to eat and to grow and to build strength and to be able to move forward. Um, that's why he take us to the green pasture. I mean, he would not take us to the green pasture if it wasn't going to be beneficial to us. So is it a bad thing that God is making us to lie down in green pasture? He, not only is he providing for us, but he's, he, he wants us to relax. You know, he don't want us to live life intense. He don't want us to live life with all these stresses and worries and fears, as we often do. He wants us to enjoy life, and he's like, the way you enjoy life is allow me, your shepherd, to provide for you. So he maketh us lie down in green pasture. It says, second part of that says, he leadeth us beside the still water. So now when I think about water, I think about life. So God is providing for us in this verse right here. He's everything he's doing is to provide for. He he's making us lie down in green pasture, which allows us to eat and and to relax and to gain strength and to gain knowledge and to move forward. He leads us beside the still water. So he gives us life. And the still water is peace. So it, it's a very common place. So God is constantly telling us you have to be calm. And that's the same thing that a shepherd don't want their flock to get out of hand or get chaotic. They want their flock to be calm. So as a shepherd, their job is to do everything to keep that flock calm for they will continue to go in the right direction. So that's the same thing God do with us. He, his job is to keep us calm for that we may go in the right direction. His job is to provide for us for that we may have the strength to continue to walk in the right direction. And his job is to give us life. And by making us lie down in green pasture and by leading us beside the still water, he's given us life. So 
It's important to understand what a shepherd does, because if we don't understand what a shepherd does, if we don't understand the job of a shepherd, then we cannot ever have everything that we truly desire and everything that God said we can truly have. So I just want to read that verse today because we need to understand what God is doing for us and we need to understand why God is doing it for us. He's doing it because he's our shepherd. He's doing it because his job is to protect us. He's doing it because his job is to provide for us. He's doing it because he loves us. He's doing it because he's great at his job. But we have to allow him to do it. When he makes us to lie down in green pasture, then we have to go. We can't resist. And a lot of times we, we resist. We resist God in a lot of cases like we resist our parents in a lot of cases. We resist God like in some cases how we resist getting an education. We resist God like in a lot of cases where we resist doing the right thing. We resist God like in some cases we resist providing for our families. And all the things that I just named hurts us. And none of us want to be hurt, but if we don't want to be hurt, then we can't allow ourselves to keep doing those things that hurt us. And by not allowing God to be our shepherd, by not allowing God to make us lie down in green pasture, to not allow God to not lead us by the still water, is going to hurt us. And we have to see that. And if it hurt us, it's going to hurt other people because our life is connected to so many people. So we have to understand what a shepherd does for that we can experience what a shepherd does, for that we can share with other people what a shepherd does, for that they also will look for that shepherd, which is God. So I want to thank you for giving me this time. I really appreciate it. Everybody have a fantastic day. And I'm going to say a prayer before I leave, and then I will get back to you again. And like I said before, I might read one chapter next time, or I might read two or three. But I just want to really take the time to make sure that I'm making it clear what a shepherd is and who that shepherd is to us, and what it means to us. Thank you, Father, for your word, for being a great shepherd, for leading us to where we need to go, making us go where we need to be, and taking care of our needs, Father, only you can. Let us not resist you, but let us run to you. As a flock run to the shepherd, as a herd run to the shepherd for protection and providence. Thank you, Father, for your love. In the name of your beloved Son, Jesus Christ, amen.